0: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio.
1: People uh, on this journey of life, they'll say, I'm good and I'm done. You're not done and you're not good. Uh, We're all under construction. None of us are perfect. We're all growing into the likeness of Jesus Christ. And with that, uh, we'll go through seasons. We're in a constant pursuit to fulfill what we can't attain. Today we're closing out our series on the three hardest words, and uh, if you've if you've missed this, this has been a really good series because oftentimes uh, we have no problem talking, but we have a difficult time communicating. You may be talking, but see, communication is not just hearing it right; it's saying it right, and also it being received right. So we did. I love you. We did. I need help, and we also did. I'm sorry. And today's word is praise God. Can we talk? Now, I don't know about you, but usually when my wife says, can we talk, or I say that to her, there's usually a negative implication. Do I got any witnesses? You know, one person says, can we talk? You, you, you don't really want to talk, but you do it because you know they ask you. So uh, there was a song back in the day by a brother named Tevin Campbell. It seemed like Tevin just disappeared, didn't he? He had one song that Tevin just went away. And if you didn't hear the song, y'all ready to hear it? Y'all ready to hear it? Here it goes. Oh, there's my church right there. Boy, y'all sound good. Just want to make sure you're awake. Just want to make sure you're awake. Amen, amen. See, some of y'all just came from the club. See, see y'all keep on singing. See, I know y'all awake. Praise God. Just want to make sure you're here. Can we talk? Oftentimes, what I've learned is you never change what you don't confront. And we often, no one likes confrontation, but we have to talk. Today, we're going to be teaching from Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to start in verse 13. It says this, until we all, everyone say all. Oftentimes when relationships struggle, one person is growing, but another person is not growing. Until we, everyone say all. Oh. Reach. Everyone say reach. That means it will take effort. The oneness in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God. Growing, everyone say growing. Spiritually to become mature believer. Reaching, again we got to reach. Reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ manifesting his spiritual completeness and exor- exercise our spiritual gifts and unity. So as I break this down. We got to reach for this, meaning it's not, it's not going to be there. You're going to have to reach. You're going to have to stretch. We're going to have to come. There's going to be some effort for us. To, so for, I got to reach. I have to realize it's possible for oneness. It's possible, but we're going to have to reach to get it. We have to grow spiritually. I, I can't do what I used to do because I'm growing. I, I have to, everyone say, become. Become means you are not. You, you, you have to grow into this. Uh, often people uh, on this journey of life, they'll say, I'm good and I'm done. You, you're not done and you're not good. Uh, We're all under construction. None of us are perfect. We're all growing into the likeness of Jesus Christ. And with that, uh, we'll go through seasons. We're in a constant pursuit to fulfill what we can't attain. I'm going to say it again. We are in constant pursuit to fulfill what we cannot attain. What do you mean? None of us will be perfect. But yet we strive for it, but we can never attain it. So when you get the revelation that my life, I'm constantly trying to get to a certain spot, I'll never be. Meaning there is a constant effort for the rest of your life pushing to the mark you can't get. What Paul said, I, I press towards the mark That's right. of the higher call, but you never really get there in this side, on this side. Woo. Philippians 1.6 says this, mama.
2: And I'm certain that God, who began a good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. On what returns. day,
1: babe? On what day? On the day?
2: On the day when Christ Jesus returns. On what day? When Christ Jesus returns. So that means
1: none of us are finished until when? Look at the neighbor's neighbor. Say, I know you look cute. I know you got everything together. But God ain't done with you yet. And I know he ain't done with me. Right.
2: Amen. Amen. We cannot be stagnant on this journey.
1: Come on. Come on. You know, because every now and then people think they got everything together. That's right. But but this clearly states, he who begun a good work within you, stop trying to fix your husband or spouse or neighbor, and you Will will continue his work until it's finished on the day. Not before then. I know you think you got everything together, but you don't. There's some issues that you have. Look at him and say, I know she got some issues. I know he got some issues. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Ephesians 4 and 14 says this, so that we are no longer children spiritually immature, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea, carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine, by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, by the deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for a personal profit. Uh, have you been around a person that one day it seems like they happy, the next day they sad, or not even the day, in the morning time, uh, one morning they're happy, and five minutes later they're mad, and you're trying to figure out: is is there something going on deeper? Because it seems like you—I I don't know who you are. One minute you feel like almond and Joy, the next you—sometimes you sometimes <laughs> <Don't laughs> you won't, say it. I don't say that, no. okay? I, I don't know who you are because you—you—you—you're you, not stable. You're always being tossed to and fro. That's right.
2: (laughs) You're looking at me like, speak, child, speak. When they um, refer to us as children in this scripture, um, it's just like our journey with God. When you're a child, you're constantly asking your parents for things because you need help. And when we're a baby in Christ Jesus, we're always asking them for things. God, help me with this. God, help me work on this. God, help me change my mindset on these things because I want to be more like you. But as we grow in Christ, our prayers change and our mindsets change towards something. So you're not constantly asking God what he can help you with, but you're asking him, how can you be a vessel so that he can use you in the kingdom? So things change when you become more mature. So he's saying, children, as a child, you're going to be asking for things. You're, you're, you're going to be unstable. You're going to be shifty. You're going to, you know, you're going to act like a child. You're going to be immature. But as we grow in Christ and become more oneness with our faith, in Christ because as we mature in Christ as well, our prayers change because we know that God already knows our needs. So we're not gonna be constantly asking for the same things over and over and over again. Because as we mature we know that he already knows our needs. So if he already knows our needs, then we just need to ask him how can we fulfill his purpose in us because he's gonna take care of our needs. So our perspective change and our outlook changes in how we work things out, and become more one.
1: It, it's it's funny. Uh, we were, I, was, I had my kids yesterday, and uh, Josiah said something that blew my mind. Uh, he says, Daddy, we need a bigger garage. And I said, uh, I'm working on it, son. And uh, I said, well, we need a big garage for Josiah. He said, well, we got to get a garage for the plane. We got to get a garage for the yacht, and we got to get a garage for the limo, <laughs> right? So, so I said, you know, he a kid, so I'm, I'm letting him. I want, I want to hear this. I want to hear his thought process. And I said, okay, Josiah, I understand the plane, I understand the yacht, because he said he makes five hundred thousand dollars a day. Said, he said. So, Daddy, if we made this, what are we gonna do? So I said, well, you tell me what he said. You know, we want a bigger house. I said, I'm kind of good. He said, you don't want a bigger house, Daddy. I said, I'm kind of good right now, son. He said, but what about a garage? I said, I, I can do a bigger garage, praise the Lord. And I said, Josiah, so why do you need a limo? He says, come on, Dad. I'm nine. I can't drive. I need a driver. <laughs> that's my boy. I said, that's good, Josiah. Now, you can, good idea. He said, come on, Dad. I-, I can't drive. I need somebody to take me around. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to you today and discuss all the amazing things God is growing. My latest book, The Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched. And I can't wait to share more about my journey on the power of prayer, love, life, finance, family, and everything in between. So guess what? We're going on a book tour. That's right, a book tour. And I'm happy to announce that the kickoff is happening right here in my hometown of Tampa Bay. Join me for an afternoon of real, raw, and relevant conversation. Visit jomocousins.com to purchase your tickets today. I'm starting a conversation and inviting all of you to a jam-packed afternoon that will go from prayer to purpose. Tampa Tour Day, February 1st at Cooper's Hawk Restaurant, 4110 West Boy Scout Boulevard, Tampa, Florida. Reserve your space today at jomocousins.com. God bless you. Can't wait to see your face in the place. Visit JomoCousins.com to purchase tickets. Again, JomoCousins.com.
0: Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 630 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-432.
2: want to order it from. So I said, well, how much is it on each of the websites? Well, it's the same price on each website, so that's not an issue. And I said, well, he said, I'll give you my money now. I said, no, baby, it's something called Uncle Sam, and it's shipping costs as well. So you're going to give me all the money, not just how much it costs at Walmart, but, Mm. yeah, you're going to learn.
1: You know, Josiah has an expectation Of everything happening now.
2: Yes.
1: Whereas as you grow in God, you should change the, yes, you want it now, but as Paul said, I've learned how to abase, and I've learned how to abound. In all things, I've learned how to be content. As you grow in God, you should learn how to be content when it doesn't work out the way you want to, when you want to, just because I have had a relationship with God, and I know he's good. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. So once I lock in, that whatever I am going through, it will work out for my good. See, if God showed you all that you would have to go through, you would not go. But see, if we trust that his plan is good and he is faithful and just and will never leave us nor forsake us, we can rest. See, Josiah's expectation is a boat, a plane. He he expects it to happen. Childlike faith. Yes. He believes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I'll receive it too. If you want to give it to me, I will. I'll, I'll get the garage if you get the plane. <laughs> now, you can talk about me all you want too. I'll be gone. In the name of Jesus. Verse fifteen says this. Everyone say sp- stable. But speaking the truth in love. Yes. In something. You know, speaking the truth in love in all things. Doorbell. Oh, Who?
2: Doorbell. Hmm.
1: What's up, brother? All right, appreciate that.
2: Thank you. We have to speak the truth in love.
1: Well, let's deal with this truth. Anybody has a secret shopper in your house? Let's be buying stuff. Oh, I got brothers racing. Oh, brothers racing their hand all around church. Brother, another one.
2: Thank you.
1: (laughs) Only a love first.
2: You know, babe, I was shopping, and the Lord put it on my heart to buy you something. So, I got you this. But as I was shopping for you, I found something for me, too. Oh, I don't know who that's for. That might be, That might be a mistake. You know, sometimes they drop things off at the wrong
1: house. That's a lie. That's a lie. That
2: might be a mistake. That might be one of the neighbor's packages.
1: Anybody have that kind of person in your life that pretend like they bought it for you, knowing good well they're just trying to cover their purchase by buying you a little trinket. (laughs) But then they buy something big. Now, we know the cost on this is different. (laughs) But they say they're shopping for you. <laughs> you, 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 I, we wanted to give you examples because.
2: I wouldn't want to buy something for myself and not buy something for you, though.
1: <laughs> you know, you know we, we counsel a lot of people. Oh,
2: goodness.
1: And it's not just me talking, the number one issue in relationships is finance. Yes. The number one reason for divorce, finance. And people don't want to speak the truth in love. Knowing this is an investment. This ain't a purse. Have you ever bought one of these? They don't take EBT's and stamps. No, you you better come whip. But every now and then you see packages that just keep coming to the door. And people act like they don't know where it came from. Look, Amazon, that, that's a bad, it's just, it's point click. You, I mean, Amazon, you ain't got click no more. You just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You, it's not going to be long because you ain't got to put your information in no more.
2: Place order now. Right, exactly. Get it tomorrow.
1: Sometimes same day if you get it early enough in the day. Yeah. Everyone says, say, speak the and truth.
2: The setup question is um, Is that new?
1: Jesus. And you say,
2: No, it's not new.
1: We were, we were at a marriage conference. We are at a marriage conference. We are at a marriage conference. Okay, Dealing with communication, and sister girl pulls up with a purse, autographed with a name and everything. Okay? And she put it right down next to me, like a heathen dude. It's like, you know, because see, didn't, didn't, didn't introduce me to the purse. See, if a purse is like a car note, you need to have an introduction. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> purse. This is the benefactor. Okay, yeah. this is the person who paid for you and give me some respect. Put some respect on that thing. You know, when, when stuff costs a mortgage payment. Come on, man. We have to have a conversation. We have to pre-qualify. There has to be some... And and sister girl just dropped the purse right in my face. That was and, a
2: bad purse, y'all.
1: But my point is...
2: You know, you could I have sh- a $3 outfit and a bad purse. I popped that purse down on that
1: table. Purposefully... In my, I, I said, so I made. But
2: you know, I was so proud of myself because let me tell you the background story behind the purse. Let, tell the
1: tell, tell, tell background story.
2: I had been saving money up for that purse. For Sneaking money out, out my wallet. A year and a half. No. For a year and a half because I knew what I wanted and I didn't want to, like, I don't want to sacrifice something that we were trying to do as a family to purchase <sighs> it. So I just saved up a little bit at a time. I knew how much it cost. So I was so happy to go in that store and pay cash for that bag. And I waited because I had got my initials on it and everything. I waited. And I got that purse. I was like, ooh, it came right on time. I'm going to bring it to the conference. You get you a $2 Walmart t-shirt and some $5 jeans and a bad purse. It don't even matter. They don't even know what you're wearing. He don't even remember what I'm wearing. He just know that was a bad purse. But it made me feel good because... I was able to do that on my own with my money that I set aside for myself each month, that we set aside for me each month.
1: Can <laughs> clean it we, up? <laughs> that we set aside for me. Y'all, y'all catch that? We for me.
2: We started doing that because for most of our marriage, I was a stay-at-home mom, and it made me feel... Some kind of way. Something...
1: Some kind so of way. To have to
2: come to him and ask him for money all the time it made me feel like a child, kind of, you know, like always having to ask him for money because I was a stay-at-home mom, so of course he's making all the money, and we only had one account, and then he would say, you know, don't spend on this, or you don't have this, and I'm like, I don't know what I have and what I don't, so it would make me feel funny, just, so he, we, we it was a joint account, he still had access to the account, but... So much money would get transferred into account on a monthly basis where it would just be like, Charmaine, whatever you use this money for is your money. You can use it however you want to. I got
1: her a she account, an account that I don't want to talk about because, you know, <coughs> different, uh, different people have different priorities. Right. So what I think is insignificant, she thinks is significant, or what I may think is significant. She, so I say, look, let's stop arguing about this. Let, we have a lot of good things going on. And let's table this. I said, "What are your needs? What are your needs for the month?" I said, "Let's write this down." I said, "Okay, I, I don't want your hair to look tore up, so that's a need." To God be the glory. Amen. I uh, I I don't want you to have hammer toes, so let's get them toes done. To God be the glory. Uh, I want your nails to look cute. No, no, no. Men have different maintenance needs. Amen. I I I need a cut every other week, and that's about it. You know, a, a petty maybe once a month or so. It, different needs. So I said, look, I want you to look a certain way. So that means, that means there's, the, there's a cost to upkeep. Ladies, is there a cost to upkeep? Yeah, I know you say yeah then. ain't say yeah all day long, but you're going to amen for that, Pastor. Amen. So <laughs> there's, a, there's a cost. So I said, okay, let's not continue fighting over this. What is the cost for this? And what is this and what is this? I said, okay, I will deposit this amount in the account on a monthly basis. Now, if you say, uh, you know, during a process that you say, I want to do this, that's not my problem because your money's over there. You need to figure out what you have to readjust because we've already discussed this.
2: And we...
1: But sometimes people still go and take money out of the account.
2: Jomo and I work really well together. We balance each other out really well because he, with our finances, he's more focused on our long-term goals, and I pretty much deal with our finances on a daily, weekly, family needs basis. So I'm the one buying groceries. If the kids grow out of their clothes, I'm going shopping for shoes and clothes and stuff like that. So... We, you, when you do that, if you decide to implement what we just said, you need to establish what the money is for. So if the <laughs> account, the main account that you pay your bills with...
0: You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today... You can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at FreshWindRadio.com. All of us at FreshWind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support FreshWind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at FreshWindRadio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something new. I think